Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, as a warning, listener, my voice sounds terrible because I feel terrible, and the voice is a window to the soul. To A voice is a window to the jaw. And I'm very poorly, so have sympathy and excuse any sniffles or um, cries in pain or whines that you hear throughout this episode. I predict it will be 10% less good as an average Ooh. podcast. And a real shame is that last week was a, a really stellar episode and this week, pff, off a cliff, mate. Quality's going to die <laughs> off a cliff. We, we go again. Anyway... Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where the manuscript will be rolled up, rolled up tight and shoved up into my nose to my sinuses to try and stop the constant running of snot. I'm Joel, a man who puts the lot in. That's too much Merlot to be drinking on a Sunday night, Joel. And across from me on the Zoom is John Harris, a man who I would say is nine times more handsome than me today. Hello, John. How are you doing? Oh, well, lovely. Although that is all relative, because I know how much you hate yourself. So nine times more <laughs> handsome than you could be. Pretty horrible. What's nine? What's zero multiplied by nine? <laughs> was it genuinely Merlot, or was that just for the intro? Uh, it was just for the intro. Oh. Um, I It was mostly Guinness. Very nice. I did a... For a podcast I work on, listener, I did a big live show in Manchester last night, and whew, they, the audience liked to buy you drinks afterwards. And I already was quite ill, <laughs> and weirdly, I don't know, I don't know what the science of this is, John. But I had a really late night, and I drank loads of booze, and I ate at McDonald's at two a.m. and I woke up feeling worse than I did the That's day before. Matt, that is I can't strange, right? It. Hmm. So if there's any Thinks- doctors listening that could explain. <laughs> begin to explain that because i can't get my head around it things science have yet to explain i think is and it's is not covid your story yeah oh god I, i've been testing it's not covid I've it's got... just it's it's classic cold you kind of forget about the classic cold don't oh, you? oh yeah cold classic it's sort of it's names in the mud like no one talks about it anymore a little bit of sniffles i had to get a train home from manchester just now and i sat down and two people across from me in the aisle took one look at me and put a mask on and the guy put two masks on <laughs> They weren't wearing masks. They they were already on the train from a previous train station. And they both they just instantly you. masked up. They just looked at me and thought, 
I'm, I don't want whatever that guy. You know that bit in when Harry met Sally. It was like the opposite of that. <laughs> I'm not having what he's having. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. No. Like big, big. You know. Shout out to the cu- classic Common Cold. I think it's going to have a retro comeback. Oh, I'd love it to. I'd love it to. Yeah. I think. Remember no. me? Yeah, like Coke Classic or when they Monster Munch recently went back to the original packets. It's kind of going to be like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're yeah. not here to talk about um, retro illnesses. That'd That's the podcast. retro illness podcast. That would be a good podcast. What do they do? Um, like Spanish flu in an episode? Or, I don't know. It seems I, quite yeah, harrowing. Like a true true crime, but for big sicknesses. What? Who killed the it. sickness? No, no. I guess, yeah, I <laughs> the guess protagonist so. is, The protagonist is the illness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. I think it's a good idea. John, have you got a movie idea for me? Absolutely. What about this one from Lee? Furby Goes Bananas. Herbie, Herbie goes, goes bananas. bananas. Yep, Herbie goes bananas. I don't know if I've seen Herbie goes bananas. I've seen Herbie fully loaded. So it could be Ker- uh, Fur- Kirby. It could be Kirby fully loaded as well. <laughs> but it's also Furby fully mm, alliteration. I'm not sure about that. Is because me and Joel are so young. I know about fully loaded, and that is the remake with Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or Lohan, as it actually is pronounced. Big car, fur- a big furry car. Big furry car that loses its mind. <laughs> Well, weirdly, there's a film that you should check out, you know, if you're going to feel sorry for yourself this afternoon, Joe, um, that we spoke, we referenced the other week called um, Mitchell's versus the Machines. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's about a robot uprising. And at one point they go to a shopping mall and there are Furbies and that sequence is like proper, proper laugh out loud funny. Really oh, nice. Good. So, so, you know, if you want, if you want to see very similar. Furby goes bananas. It's already out there. Yeah. That might actually get me through this afternoon, John. Thank you very much for your kind words and recommendations it's also I, I, isn't there like an episode of the Simpsons where that happens right there's like a toy a uh, big Christmas well, it's like a big Christmas toy everyone needs to get well I mean AI funzo like, that's what it's called when it's also sort of the plot of toy soldiers isn't it yeah toys world, sort of go mad I, I was obsessed with toy soldiers when I was a kid I think toy no, soldiers no small soldiers small soldiers oh sorry sorry apologies small soldiers I think small soldiers hit at just the perfect time for us where we were like conscious enough that we just wanted all the toys but mm-hmm. not conscious enough to realise that it's probably not a great movie did you have any of them yeah so I have a, I have an older brother and I th- think no he had I had a younger brother and he oh, okay I had the one that spun around <laughs> Is that does that does that make any sense? He was yeah, purple. I, don't know who that is. I, I didn't have I didn't have any of them. I don't think, which is sad because I really loved the film. My little brother had Archer. We had none of the soldiers. We had the sort of oh, the, the friendly so monsters. Oh, you! That is so you. That is pathetic. I, I bet I you never had a fucking stormtrooper either. I because I was getting confused in my head because I was thinking about the fact that my older brother had Buzz Lightyear and I had Woody, which. Yeah. In hindsight, I think it seems like the cooler choice, but it was definitely just because that was the option that was left to me. Did you ever have any bad guys? I'm sure I did, yeah. Was his name Dr. X, the action man baddie? Yes, yeah, yeah. I definitely had a Dr. X at some point. He must have had a little Darth Maul. That was exactly the right age oh, for us. Yes. Yeah. Def- Oh, yes. I love Darth Maul. He's too cool to be fully bad. You can't, As a child, you're not going to watch yeah. Phantom Menace and say, that's the bad guy. You're going to say, that's the cool guy. Especially when Qui-Gon Jinn just sort of looks like a dad. He's just like some guy walking around with long hair. Um, Darth yeah. Darth spikes on his head. I definitely did. And I'm sure I tried, I'm sure I tried to get my face painted like Darth Maul at some point in my life as well. 
and, you grew, and obviously you got those horns fitted, didn't you, by a plastic surgeon, which cost your parents so much money. But it was the, the only way they'd get you out of the house. I just wouldn't stop crying until I got is there installed. Is there a Daily Mail article that's like, man tries to look like Darth Maul? You know how there's that, that guy that was trying to look progressively more like David Beckham or... There's there's always some cat people knocking around. Yeah, I'm I'm almost well. I'm sure horns, but there's multiple horns around his head, isn't it? It's not two at the front like a devil. They sort of go round the yeah. cranium. So that's a lot of effort. How are you sleeping at night? You're gonna have to get a very soft pillow. Oh, because they're at the back. Yeah, and the side. His pillow on... probably just looks like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Darth Maul. Unless pillow. he's got like a <laughs> perfect memory foam, uh, and it just slots yeah. in. Which I would, that would be really satisfying. You know, like if you're taking kit in a case, if you've got like a camera kit and it's got like the polystyrene kind of, and everything slots perfectly in, maybe that's kind of his head on a pillow. Is that is that how we think Darth Maul sleeps? Yeah, I think it probably is. It's a travel sleep? case. <laughs> Do you think he sleeps? The character of Darth Maul, I'm not sure. Are you describing the idea of a perfect memory foam that you just sort of fit into like a tra- like a electronics travel case makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, would you like that? Would you like a perfect sort of sponge coffin to sleep no, in? No, I'd find it quite claustrophobic, I think. Yeah. But maybe it's perfect. Maybe it's like a, you know, if you're lonely, maybe it's like a little hug from a... <laughs> from a spongy friend. Because I, I love having my head perfectly cuddled. This from Reddit from six years ago, John. Just curious. Darth Maul uses pillows while sleeping, question mark? <laughs> He has 10 horns, so surely he has to change his pillowcases every night. And some of the answers, I heard he sleeps on a waterbed. Very good fun. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. And someone said, why do you think he's grumpy all the time? It's a good point. Yeah, maybe it's the lack of sleep. Was he evil before the horns, or did the horns make him evil? Good question. What about this one from Lizzie? Supersonic, a grippy computer game sequel. F- sorry. What I've done there is I've missed out a word that's very important. <laughs> Supersonic. Oasis in Grippy, and I'm sure the person meant to say Gritty. I'm looking at my keyboard. No, Grippy and Gritty, very different keys, but maybe it's autocorrect. Third time lucky, Joel. Let's go. Supersonic. Oasis in Gritty computer game sequel. Well, here's the thing, right? Liam and Noel have kind of a Sonic Knuckles relationship, right? True. Who's Knuckles? Noel. It's Noel now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It would have been Liam. It would have been. About, I, about I actually struggled to keep where... up. I, I actually struggled to keep up with them. Oh, I've got like a chart in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing because you you're not really a football guy, so you never go for the World Cup <laughs> wall charts. But you do have that really detailed which Oasis member is the good guy at the moment. It was Bonehead for yeah. a bit, right? That was a strange time. Yeah. <laughs> it was next to my blood, May 2017. One, yeah. um, that was yeah, a weird month. You you don't <laughs> want to know what you did though. To be fair. <laughs> So yeah, I, I can see that. I can see them rolling around Green Hill Zone. The idea of Liam, Liam with his legs spinning around like Sonic <laughs> is great. It's a lovely image. Hands behind his back. Does Sonic yeah. run with his hands behind his back? He does, doesn't he? he does. Yeah, he goes perfect. <laughs> he's got he's got his mic stand like always in front of it, just in front of him, and yeah, he's just yeah, yeah. arms back. He does have his arms back. So that's perfect. Oh, well, that'd be nice. I'd like that. It makes me think of... I don't know why it makes me think of this. Very specific game that was on the BBC Sport website. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Where you could Continue. play. It was, it was a tennis game. And I, I don't know if you had this at your 
primary school, but they gradually shut down access to all games. Yes, online. but they couldn't shut down the BBC. They couldn't shut down. Try the BBC. as they might, the schools could not shut down the BBC. Yeah, exactly. The, the schools could. So you know, Miniclip was the first to go. We all remember when it <laughs> happened. Because we, were, I, I guess, we we're kind of at an age where um, that side of the internet was pretty nascent, right? So it took schools quite a long time to catch up. So IT yeah. lessons for a good few years, you could just sit there and play on new grounds or mini clip or whatever. Slime ball. Was it called slime ball? Was that one? Oh, well, there was a whole range of slime sports, John. Sorry, apologies, yes. There was slime football, slime cricket. Stick, oh, stick cricket was another classic. But eventually, you got crowded out and these were removed, 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 removed. And kids had to get more and more inventive. I remember a time, like, there was a time when you could get Sonic to open in Excel. Do you remember this? Yeah, that vaguely rings a bell, yes. <laughs> it was so, like the dedication to not learning anything in your <laughs> IT lesson. People would come in with like a USB stick that had a Excel file on it that was the Sonic game. <laughs> and that would be like traded around school like it was, I don't know, like pornography or booze or something. It was like the most, it was the hot ticket item. Um, anyway, we're so far away from what, where I was. There was a game on the BBC Sport website where you play tennis and you could be Shakespeare, Elvis, I think, John Lennon or the Queen, Queen Victoria. <laughs> and they played against each other. They all had different attributes. It was great. But eventually that was all that was available to you. Um, a sad day. I'm I'm hearing rumours that hashtag defund the BBC was actually started by secondary schools in the early noughties to try and stop us playing video games. That was the beginnings. That's a good theory. Lawrence Fox's fury comes from the fact that he, he never got to complete <laughs> the Slime World Cup. <laughs> I like the idea of the Sonic Knuckles thing. I think they have to team up to defeat a common enemy, and that is, of course... Blur, right? Blur is the Dr. Nice. Robotnik of this film. Yep. Damon Albarn, little cartoon gorilla style. Right. Uh, do you want one from me? Yes, please. Hey, how about this from Beck? Bud Lightyear. Ah, oh, Light. lovely. Yeah. He's, uh, he's returned from space and he can't recapture how he felt in space. He's become an alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, there's, there's not many routes that we were going to go down that weren't sort of depressing. I was thinking, I've, not that I've seen it, there is that Mads Mikkelsen film um, where that came out last year that's apparently brilliant where he plays a teacher and a bunch of his teacher friends decide as a social experiment to be tipsy for like, I think for, yes. for six months or a sad period of time straight. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's it. He take he drinks a Bud Light every day for the year. Maybe it's a Morgan Spurlock star. I think he's cancelled. Let's not say that. Um, Is he? Uh, yeah, I th- yeah. It's a, a Super Size Me style documentary starring Buzz Lightyear, seeing the effects of drinking a Bud Light. Bud Light though. So I'm not sure how much will that affect him. Mm. Probably I think it's enough. Probably one of those things where you could probably get you could uh, one a day. You're probably fine forever, right? I would imagine so. They always say that, don't they? Like, one glass of wine is actually better for you than not drinking at all. <laughs> That's true. It's all about it's all about your tannins, John. It's okay. the tannins in red wine, which is yeah. why I drank three bottles of it last night. <laughs> I was just, I could just you, sense. I looked in the mirror and I thought, there's a man without much tannin in his body right now. <laughs> you, you hadn't had your glass for at least two weeks, so you, you were playing catch up. Exactly. I was, I was dangerously low on tannins last night, John. <laughs> dangerously low. I was on the brink of whatever happens when you're low on tannins. Um, tannin. Um, you googling tannins? Uh, it says if Joel Grove doesn't have his tannins, he will die. <laughs> what? The first thing it says on Google, I know. On so, Google. Thank God. Have you seen Buzz Lightyear? My guess is no. No, I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? No. It seems like a very si- so. The premise is 
1995, Andy watched this film that made him want to buy a toy. This is that film, right? Yeah. That's the premise. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it's basically like Interstellar for kids. Like, it's all about who, loss and kids? failure. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We're starting to get to that point, um, like with Soul and stuff, where you're saying, are Pixar films for kids at all anymore? Yeah, or are they just for people that were kids when they started making them? Yeah, that's definitely where we are, I think. But I love it when they, like, Luca's brilliant, and it's definitely pitched at a young age, and it's great. Yeah, but specifically with Buzz Lightyear, do kids care about who Buzz Lightyear is? That's a good question. I just think, oh, like, well, we'll see when... I will they have like, a like test subject They like SoundCloud rap and knife crime now, John. Not Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I, think, I think kids would think that's a dated reference. SoundCloud rappers. Oh, that makes me sick. No they'll way. Be, they'll be talking about the 20-second clips on TikTok. Those are their heroes. <laughs> it's so odd, isn't it? Like, um, are, you, are, you, are you now a, a semi-regular TikToker? Uh, I go through phases, yeah. But mine's like, it's way more curated than any of the other apps oh it yeah learns, so it, just it gives learns you... about you it learns about you way too quickly like it knows me yeah. better than i it knows what i want more than i do 90s football stuff uh mostly actually food oh, i would yeah, say 90 percent of it's food which i really enjoy you know the classic things you're just never going to make for yourself but you can imagine for the 10 seconds of the video that you would one day be that person so one thing is uh in a minute i'm gonna need a cinnamon <laughs> right that I'll hear the rest yeah. of the song on the radio. And I, actually like, think, oh, I actually think that's gone now. I actually think that TikTok's moved on from that now, John. Oh, for sure. And yeah. then, but it, but it is weird. Then you hear the rest of the song on the radio, and you're like, oh yeah, that's what the rest of the song sounds like. And then it gets to that point, and there's like something in your brain that clicks and goes, "Here we go." You're doing um, the DiCaprio bit from um, Once yeah, Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's the bit I know from the thing. Are and you then, on it then? You don't strike me as a character to be on it. I, no, I've, I sometimes dabble, and also Instagram Reels basically does the same thing as yeah. TikTok. The other thing is, I was listening to a podcast to, and they were talking about uh, my money don't jiggle jiggle it folds mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and they were explaining Louis Theroux, <laughs> and I just thought that's so mad that his yeah. legacy could be in America could be jiggle jiggle man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely enormous. On yeah, it probably has reached a bigger audience than anything he's ever done before. And they were saying like, oh, he's he's like, they thought he was quite self-serious. And I was thinking, no, you're missing the point of yeah, Louis Theroux here. Yeah. Everything, except for when he's doing the really dark episodes, everything is sort of, sort of with a rice, with tongue in cheek. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't have done that rap, right? If exactly. Was, if a completely serious documentary wouldn't exist. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And what about this one? Oh, God, I'm so, I'm so ill. Come on, Joe. What you can do it. What about this Chore horse. <laughs> That's you, Austin. mate. What? A chore horse. Today, everything, you just feel like you're a chore Everything's horse. a chore. Game, Even talking to you, life. John, which is normally the highlight of my week. Feels oh. like a horrible chore. Yeah, it's a horse. It does the washing up. I don't know. <laughs> if Would you... Would I trust a horse would, to do the washing up? There's no chance. It would smash everything <laughs> to bits. If you live with a horse, it would have to be paper cutlery and plastic... No, plastic cutlery <laughs> and paper plates the whole time. Wouldn't it? <laughs> what, There's what no chores? way. It'd be like a... Greek restaurant in there. I've never actually been to... I've been to Greek restaurants. I've never seen someone smash a plate on purpose. True. <laughs> but by is it the same? Is it the, pla- is it the plates they're using for service or do they have smashing plates? Smashing plates. <laughs> that are cheap. Well, that's what I'd do. You'd have special smashing plates? Yeah, I'd have the nice plates to serve the food on, but I'm, and then i just have a cupboard of smashing plates. Yeah, I think you're not... You're not using your finest bone china for the smashing. And it wouldn't... And also, fi- those really... You get some plates that are really fancy. I don't think they'd break that easily. You know, like, mm. when they've got sort of that gilded edge? I think it'd be a nightmare. I think you just want bog-standard Ikea plates, and you can smash a stack of ten of those easy. But you've got to make sure you're not accidentally buying. I, I don't Have you ever smashed like... anything on purpose? Yeah, almost certainly, but I can't think of an example right now. On purpose, Oh. Though. Deliberately, you've broken something. Probably. Really? Well, also, smashing, you can smash a bottle on purpose, right? Yeah, I guess so. Have you done that? Yes. When? I don't know. Well, well it's maybe bad. It's poor form. It's poor form. We would... At uni, we'd, there was a wall that we'd throw bottles against. Yeah. I'm like, the like, hospital I'm not, wall. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was, it was the, the wall geeks. of the children's home. It was first year and it was a house full of geeks and we used to scare them. <laughs> John was in a frat. <laughs> yeah, no, I do not condone throwing bottles uh, at walls, mm. but I can't lie and say that. I've we once... That um, life. Actually, I think this might be a separate occasion. I used to do... Uh, did, I, I once smashed a desk in an office that we were in. Do you remember? Because a key fell down a thing. Oh my god! I forgot about that. Um. So I know. So we were recording in a studio, in a studio that I worked in, and I went to get the SD card from the recorder, and it fell down the back of this desk that was impossible to move, and I just smashed it off the wall. It was really. I think. And then I, I, and then I came in early the next day and drilled it back on, and no one ever knew. Either this is my confession. This is, these are the confession tapes. Either that's the end of our previous project, or it might be early Dream Factory. If, mm. if anyone goes through all the episodes, they might they might already know this this story. But yeah, it really gave an insight into. Oh no, that was I, a different time. It was a different solving. time when we got locked in. We got locked, locked in, and locked I climbed in. onto the roof. Yeah, Joel's very gung ho. When something goes wrong, he just jumps out of a window. <laughs> when, <laughs> when something goes wrong, I just act like an insane person until the problem's solved. <laughs> Whereas I like, I was like, all right, okay. He's trying to be quite measured and calm. <laughs> I've already solved the problem, yes, in a destructive and harmful way, but I've solved it. <laughs> While John's still processing what what's even happening, I've done it. That's why we're such a good pair. Um, exactly. Yeah, we, I, by the time we got locked in, I just climbed onto the 
roof of the building and it was opposite like some sort of uni accommodation and I managed to get the attention of someone over there and threw the keys down to them. Crazy. It was mad. (laughs) What about this one from Alex? I don't know what happens in episode one, season two of The Boys, but I can pitch the toys. Woody, Buzz and all doing exactly what... No, that's disgusting. That's pure filth. It's no, wait. episode one, series three. I've seen yeah. it now. And the idea that you'd make, you'd even imagine that for a second is hideous. Why does Alex not know? But then he's sort of, he must know, right? He definitely knows. I don't know what happens in episode one, series three of The Boys, but I can pitch the toys. Woody, Buzz, et al. Exactly doing that with Mr. Potato Head. So, I mean, the thing, and we've discussed this before because I think it, it's sort of, always needs addressing is the fact that the protagonists of toy story are definitely the names of dildos yeah 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 what's the deal there did they know that is it some sort of weird in joke i don't know because like sometimes it's a coincidence like both of the presenters of sunday brunch sound like porn stars so you got tim mm. lovejoy and simon rimmer so lovejoy and you, know, rimmer. you know it just happens sometimes maybe i think that's also on purpose i think they were put together lovejoy and rimmer like yeah. back in the day where is it the is it some sand in the air in the Lion King? If you pause at the right time, it says it's supposed to say SFX, but apparently it says sex. sex. <laughs> like the Little Mermaid video cover has a penis in the background, but it's a tower. <laughs> yeah, I, there's perverts working at Disney, and I've always said it. Um, so, have you seen that episode of The Boys? Yes, okay, disgusting. Well, yeah. Do you have any more? Or should we move on to our own, Joe? Let's do our own, please, John. So I'm fading fast. You might have been able to tell listeners that I've done zero prep for this. So here's mine that I've just thought about two seconds ago. Um, bright at the museum. All the lights are up too bright. And Ben <laughs> Stiller can't find the fuse box. Okay. You happy with that? Uh, and you can like, say no. No, the displays, they come to life to help him find the fuse box. The, the bright light is what brings them to life. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. Let's move on because you said you're really pleased with yours this week. I want to go to bed. I tweeted it. I tweeted about how pleased I was with mine. Exactly. Mine. <clears throat> Vietnam veteran John Rambo is tasked with assassinating Monica, Erica, Rita, Tina, Sandra, Mary, <laughs> and Jessica. <laughs> That's brilliant. Rambo number five. Perfect. Really good. <laughs> well done. You win this week. <laughs> That's so good. Sometimes you have an idea. You think, how have we not done that? We've done four thousand of these now. How have we I not had that idea? It. That's great, John. Annoyingly, there already is a Rambo number five. So there might be jokes on the internet already where people are like, why didn't you call it Rambo number five? I was really excited because I thought there had only been four. And then I was thinking, yes, here we go. But turns out there's already been five. Hey, I love it all the same. Well done, John. Thank you. And well done for sticking with this. And even after this. Well done, John. You did well. Thank you. Everyone's. Thank you for deeming me winner of the episode. You're winner of the episode. Easily, hands down. Great one. Listeners need to buck their ideas up. And so do I. Um, well, yeah. But, you know, you're not feeling well. It's all... I'm very poorly. Um, it's life on the road, baby. Why Why is travelling around the most tiring thing you can do? I'm not sure that's necessarily true, but it is very tiring. It is. Yeah, it's just looking at timetables gets me so sleepy. The chairs on trains aren't comfy. It's not... I don't mind train travel, but it's not like... Yeah, and they've yeah. been really busy shit trains, you know? Not like a nice, relaxing... Oh, yeah. 
It's like you're crammed up against someone you don't know. The, the buffet train, cart's out of action. Yeah, a quiet train up to Edinburgh where you're getting on. It's quiet. You're going just Beautiful. one direction for five hours or whatever it oh, is. I love it. Lovely. But yeah, if you're doing ch- it changes and it's just like yeah. you're basically when, on a bunch know, of trains. Sometimes you get trains. on those train services and they're just so hot. Ugh. Have that today. Anyway, um, what am I, who cares? Good chat. No, good chat. Good chat. Good chat. Keeping this all in. Joel, yeah. say something funny before we go. Uh, during that, a bit of snot dripped from my nose onto the microphone. Can't, we can't end on that. No, no, no. I refuse. Right. Was it, okay. How was Manchester? How was it? Did you have some nice food? Anything fun to report from Manchester? Um, yeah, we ate this really cool place, um, Wagamama's, and we ate that Ooh. five minutes before going on stage to do oh. the live show. Uh, no, maybe more than five minutes, but that's kind of... That, hey, John, when you're, when you're on the road and you're on tour, you don't, you don't have that much chance to go to a fancy restaurant. You know, you've just got to eat as you go. And the hotel was very nice. Joel does the big intros. You, you're the first man on stage in these shows. Well, actually, the host goes on stage and does this really elaborate introduction to me where he makes the entire room go wild. And then they cheer for like two minutes while I'm on stage, chanting my name and hollering. And I never know what, I never know what to do because they keep it going and then like it'll dip and they'll go again. Just keep, you know, just and I thought, it up, I, I'll be honest, John, I thought that's what, I thought that's what I've always wanted. But it turns <laughs> out it's not. After like 10 seconds of mad applause you don't know what to do with your hands you can't just keep waving you look insane that's what i did on the first one i just kept waving and then i tried to do that thing you know like a conductor would do where you stop everyone yeah and no one stopped (laughs) you have literally no command over that audience no command over them at all so yeah Um, we've got a few more shows to to finally work out how to control figure out (laughs) figure out well i thought i'd be holding a mic but i've got like a britney headset mic which gives you a whole other hand to deal with Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So yeah. I'm just doing a big double hand wave at the front of the stage. <laughs> like fucking Nelson Mandela or something addressing <laughs> Trafalgar Square. Is that what he did? Oh, dear. All right, anyway. well, you rest up, Joel. And listeners, you rest up too because... yeah. We've got more pods coming for you. You need it. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.